Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. And they're into the stretch, and it's Tis the Law on the outside of Authentic. These two stride for stride as they come to the final furlong. Authentic is dragging in. Tis the Law all up to get by him. Authentic and John Velasquez have the lead as they come down to the 16th ball. Tis the Law still trying to get him. Authentic, Tis the Law, here's the wire. Authentic has won the Kentucky Derby. John Velasquez does it with Authentic. Tis the Law has to settle for second. And then it was Mr. Big News. Honor AP ends up fourth. Two minutes, .61 seconds was the final time for Authentic. Bob Baffert has done it for the sixth time. Mully and Hall, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 the score. Gosh, I love the Kentucky Derby, always have. And we are delighted to welcome in Jim Miller. He, of course, Hawthorne's uh, on-air analyst, odds maker, the man himself, brought to you by Al Pamonte Nissan, Al Pamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or APNissan.com. Jim, good morning. How are you? Morning, Jim. Good morning, Molly. Good morning, David. How weird is it to think that that derby was run in September, too, last year? It's, it's <laughs> like it just happened. Labor Day. It, yeah. Yeah. Labor Day weekend. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we've seen we've seen some weird stuff the last three years. You saw a triple crown winner in 2018. We saw a derby disqualification in 2019, and then a September derby last year. So I'm curious to see what this year's derby is going to hold. You know, I I got to tell you, I am fascinated to see, you know, just the difference in the horses, just how you know how we saw horses in some of the juvenile races that we're running in weird kind of patterns. I wonder what it's going to look like now that we see them heading into the Kentucky Derby. Obviously, the three-year-olds, a, a special group, and it's a, uh, it's a wonderful thing on a year-to-year basis. And, and here we go. We've got uh, – now we know who's running. The 20 horses. It's going to be Saturday at, like, what is it, 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock Chicago time, right? 5.57. Yeah, almost 6 o'clock our time, yep. Yeah. So, so what what is the feeling about it, Jim? When when you look at it, does it jump out at you? Are there are there betting options here? Well, and that's that's the beauty of it, guys. There's betting options galore. But like you said, it's so weird because of how the juvenile races ran it, and just the lead up to the Derby. If you think about last year, everybody was trying to earn those Derby points, thinking it was going to be the first Saturday in May, and then all of a sudden the pandemic hit, and things really changed throughout the course of the year. This year, what we've seen is horses trying to gain those points. We're running big races. And then we've seen some of the top contenders that have kind of fallen by the wayside. Life is good isn't running in the Derby. Caddo River, Concert Tour, Greatest Honor. These were some of the top points horses leading into the Derby. So there was a horse with just 10 points that has made it into this field of 20. But, guys, here's the cool thing about it. Essential quality is your two-to-one morning line favorite. 
And this is a horse that's five for five lifetime. This was the horse that won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile last year. Now, the horse that finished third in that race was a horse by the name of Keep Me In Mind, and that horse was only two and a half lengths behind essential quality at the wire in that race. Keep Me In Mind is 50-1 to one in the Kentucky Derby on Saturday. That's how wide open this race is. So the way I would look at it, guys, and there are some horses that I do like, there's so many great betting options. I have to try to beat the favorite in this race. You never know what's going to happen because this really does look like a year where someone's just going to rise up at the right time, run that huge race, and I do think you're going to have some huge payouts. Jim, it's impossible to know, but part of the thing about getting sports back to semi-normalcy has been the effect. You miss the effect the crowd has on on the outcomes or, or the crowd getting into it, the atmosphere that's created. Now, from what I understand, it's going to be, I mean, Churchill Downs is a capacity, what, 165,000, but there's right. going to be probably right. 45-ish there on Saturday. Impossible to know, but how do you expect that? atmosphere to be and how might that just you know change if anything people's approach or if it does at all that's a huge benefit to the horses actually david and and you make a good point there i mean the paddock at churchill downs is really designed for having a, a 12 horse field 20 horses makes it for a packed paddock then you put a ton of people in there and you have young horses you do see horses that act up you do see horses that maybe run their race before they even get on the racetrack these are horses that the paddocks on one side of the building you walk through a tunnel, and then all of a sudden you're emerging out to another 100,000 people who are cheering as they're about to play my Kentucky home when you walk onto the racetrack. And again, horses have that chance to act up. I think this race will be beneficial to the horses because you won't see that as much. So you're going to see horses that are definitely going to run, I think, a little bit more to their style, a little bit more of their type of race. And then it just comes down to that tactical race. But really, 45,000 people compared to 160,000 is a huge difference on Derby Day. You know, uh, I look at this, and I, I always, when you're talking about 20 horses in a race, it's, it's you know, the trip is so important. And, yep. you know, we know the different jockeys have different ways of going about it, and, and we know the trainers tell them what they want them to do. I, I, I kind of like to highly motivate it as a horse, and then he draws the 17 hole, which is right. a, kind of a boogeyman spot. How do you, how do you, Jim? How do you look at, at where guy, where horses are, and how it affects whether they can win or not? Well, and here's the thing that's really weird, guys. All the way up until last year, they had their normal 14 horse starting gate, and then an auxiliary gate that they had to attach to the gate to just get 20 horses in there. Last year was the first time they implemented the 20 horse starting gate, and it makes a difference because before the gate was kind of angled in towards the rail a little bit, and if you were down in post one, two, three, you had no shot at all. Now it's changed a little bit here, and you have that very long run down the stretch into the first turn with the 20-horse starting gate. But still, a horse like Known Agenda down on the inside, it's still going to be tough for a horse like that because you know everybody wants to tuck in into that first turn. For those outside horses, you really have to base it on running style. And you mentioned a horse like Highly Motivated, who is a speed type of horse. He ran his best race on the front end in that last out. He kind of has to wing it from the get-go to try to cross over into that first turn and not get hung four wide out there or have to go overly fast and use up his race early on. It really does become a rider's race. And there's been some jocks jumping around horses in this race a little bit too. And I think because of that, I want to look to a horse that has a rider that has been on that horse in prior starts and maybe has that running style where you don't need to be on the lead, but you can't be too far back either. And I do think we have some chances there. So, Jim, you mentioned known agenda, kind of drawing the rail and having maybe yesterday's bad news from Tuesday's draw. Any yeah. Anybody come out of it feeling better about the way things went and maybe looking at it a different way just based on the, the draw? 
Sure, and there's a couple of horses that you do have have to look at in there. I mean, essential quality for sure. I, I know they are not upset at all about getting post number 14 because this is a horse that's going to rate close. The horse just to its outside, actually, Rock Your World, I think drew favorably, drew the 15 hole there. But this was a horse that stepped up and ran a huge race in its last out. That's a horse that should be able to get away in good order, too. The horses that are your deep closers, it's not a big deal, really, to get buried early on because you just kind of tuck in and you try to save that ground. I guess your biggest concern could be a horse like the 19 Soup and Sandwich, who is a horse that has gained a lot of talk leading into this race. But when you're in post-19 and you have speed and you have four or five horses to your inside that can show speed, that potential to get hung wide early on makes it very tough. And this is a horse who's going to have its fourth different rider in, in as many starts. That's a lot to put on the back of jockey Tyler Gaffleyon, too. I think it could be tough for Soup and Sandwich in the Derby. So who are we betting? All right, there's two horses here that I'm going to use, and you can use multiple horses when you're betting across the board when you have a field of 20 and you're trying to beat the favorite. My, my top pick, guys, is going to be a horse that's 30-1 to 1 in the morning line. It's the 18 Superstock. This is a horse from the barn of Steve Asmussen. Ricardo Santana rode last time and rides this time again. This was the winner of the Arkansas Derby. Now, you had two horses that set a good pace in front of Superstock. He rated right behind and ran right on by late. But this is a horse that's improving in each and every start. You will get pace to run at in the Kentucky Derby. So I'm going to use super stock. And then to me, kind of the wild card is the 15, Rock Your World. This was a horse that's only 5-1 to one in the morning line. Won all three of its starts, but its last start was the first time the horse ran on dirt. It ran on turf in its first two starts. Joel Rosario rides. And if Rock Your World gets away in good order, this is the one horse that I think could steal it possibly on the front end. So I'm going to look the super stock, a horse that can rate close. Rock your world, a horse that may be able to steal it, and then we'll try to uh, hook some big prices up around those two. Wow, that's fantastic. Jim, thanks a ton. We should tell everyone, get out to Hawthorne, the big celebration, 130 uh, years old. What What an amazing spot. God bless you, Jim. Take care. Thanks, Jim. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.